At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio.
11, 2014, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's the best day of all of our lives. Let me quickly explain a few things. Uh, I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Uh, now, what is Boy Crazy Radio? Well, thank you for asking. For one, uh, in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio, which is what you just tuned into, is a, is a call-in advice show. All right? Just think of it as like Loveline, but more street. Okay, a cozier, cooler environment for you to be you. Anyway, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm just throwing things out there and seeing if they stick, but maybe they did. I don't know. That's not for you to decide. Anyway, now the song you just heard uh, is called Gold Blooded. I'm sure you're all wondering, what the fuck was that? That was amazing. How could I buy that immediately and not steal it, buy it, and give money to the person who wrote that and support them for being awesome? Uh, well, the song you just heard is called Gold Blooded by Wrong Child. Now, Wrong Child is, uh, is, is Matt Devine. And Matt Devine, the reason why I'm, why I'm telling you all this, is because Matt Devine is my cool, sexy, upcoming guest tonight. And I'm going to get to him in a moment if you just fucking bear with me. Jesus Christ, I just want to let you know what you were listening to. Gold-Blooded by Wrong Child. And Wrong Child is spelled W-R-O-N-G-C-H-I-L-D-E. Yes, there's an E at the end of it, okay? And if you want more of all that stuff, which you probably should want more of it, uh, you should go to wrongchild.com, and you should totally watch the cool 80s music video that goes along with that song, which you can uh, watch on my website, which is called imboycrazy.com. But anyway, enough about that. That's neither here nor there. We will patch Matt Devine in shortly. Relax, girl. Jesus fucking Christ. Yes, I know he's a babe, but there's more to explain. Now, anyway, you guys, here's the thing. I just want you to be super-duper clear on uh, on who Boy Crazy Radio is for. It's for anyone and everyone out there who's going through some kind of emotional turmoil or just life in general. They're both the same, pretty much the same thing. Anyway, are any of you guys out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual maybe? Are you newly single? Are you stuck in a horrible relationship that you're too much of a pussy to get out of because it's just too comfortable and you're worried about hurting someone else's feelings? You're worried if you're strong enough to even get out of it because you're afraid of being alone? Yeah, join the club. I think everybody's going through that. Anyway, are you a cutter? Are you a shit talker? Are you a total high school nerd who just grips the straps of your dorky Jansport backpack uh, that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating a salami and picking at your fucking face? Well, cut the fuck out. You're going to be all pockmarked, okay? Nobody's going to love you if you're all pockmarked, but we'll talk about that too. Anyway, are you looking for love? Answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral maybe because of that stupid, desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Me too! Are all of your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah. Welcome to the real world. Uh, it never stops. It starts in, uh, it starts in uh, school, maybe, maybe, maybe even preschool. Oh, my God, I'm foaming at the mouth here. I'm so excited about Matt Devine later on on the show. I'm foaming at the mouth. During, the, during this, this bit of the show. Anyway, is the guy or girl you liked not responding to all of your text messages, your Facebook pokes, all your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649. Once again, area code 646, and you should store this number in your phone, 378-0649.
and let me and my upcoming guest, Matt Devine, be the big sister and big brother you never even knew you needed. All right? And maybe if I'm lucky, I can be like that cool big sister where your, like, friends come over for, you know, after school, and then, you know, I'm too cool, too cool to talk to them, but they walk past my bedroom, and there's, like, a crack in the door, and they're trying to get to your room, but, of course, they look, and they see me changing, and I'm, like, not wearing a, I'm not wearing a top, maybe I'm wearing a, like, black lace bra, and they see me, and then they go home later, and they jerk off the idea of me because I'm, like, so cool, and they saw my boobs or whatever. Either or, it doesn't matter. I just want to serve an important role in your life. You get what I'm saying. You have the number. And now it's time for me to introduce my very special guest. Uh, hold on. Where is he? Somewhere. It's really exciting. I'm catching him in like uh, like we do here at Boy Crazy Radio. Matt Devine, is that you? Yeah, hi. This is so exciting. Can you Are hear you regretting me? this already? Like, I can totally hear you. Oh, Are you yeah. I'm, Are you excited? I'm definitely regretting it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, dude. It's great to hear. I, I talked to you so many years ago. It's so cool to be talking to you again. And now we have an audience too. We have we have a a podcast. I don't like to say podcast. I say we have a radio show audience, a futuristic radio show. It's audience. great. No, this this is this. I mean, this should be everybody's like favorite radio show. It's awesome. I was that's, smiling that's, like ear to ear just listening to this intro. It's really funny. I'm so glad. It's a little bit sloppy, but that's the charm of the show. No, absolutely, and and even just like the theme of it, you know, I had a I had a an advice column blog for Fuse for a while that kind of dovetailed. It seems like it would be like the perfect sort of like sister brother sort of um, deal with this, you know, kind of dealing with the same topics and like a lot of the stuff that shapes like who we are. You know what I mean? Like I don't care how you know how much maybe you think or you do kind of have your life together as an adult, you know, like the years that shaped you are the kind of younger years where the bands kind of saved your lives and, you know, you you went with your own kind of scene and, you know, chose your best friends and everybody, you know, that period of your life where everything is so fucked up, you know. So it's cool to kind of like... (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It never ends, but it's cool to have someone or somewhere where you can even call in and have some some advice from someone that actually kind of you maybe even respect a little bit. Oh, that's so nice. Well, I hope so. I hope that's how people feel because even, you know, people can learn from all my mistakes. And also, it's funny because sometimes I'll do my show and then I'll 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 leave Boy Crazy Radio Studios. Uh, and I and I'll call into Loveline. Like I still listen to Loveline. And I call <laughs> Loveline. I I still will call into Loveline and use a fake name. I'll I'll like say that my name's like Zoe or Chloe because I, I think that's like still like that's like an indie rock. That's my indie rock uh, code name or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and I'll and I'll get through. But they're always really mean to me on Loveline. They always like hang up too quickly and they never really like hear my full problem. But I still love Loveline. Did we lose you? We lost Matt. Are you there? Oh no! Oh my God! Jesus fucking Christ! My guest actually hung up. I can't believe this. No, the call was dropped. We're calling him again. Here we go. Oh Jesus! See, it's the future. The future is still a little bit sloppy, sloppy chic. Um. All right. We've got phones. We've got, we've got callers. We've got emails to get to. Oh. Hey, this is Matt. I very, very rarely check oh. the voicemail, so please send me a text. 
thing also, while we get Matt back on the phone, unless he's just totally given up on uh, on uh, Boy Crazy Radio, if you're too much of a puss to call into the actual show, you can always tweet me your question at I'm Boy Crazy. Uh, you can always email me a question at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, uh, depending on how much space you need to con- to uh, convey whatever the fuck it is you're going through. And now we're going to try Matt Devine, a.k.a. Wrong Child, once again. And Matt, if you're listening, you want to call into the show. It's 646-378-0649. I'm actually giving the guest the telephone number um, in hopes that, that somebody will just be the guest. That's not true. How dare you? You guys have had a really hey. Hello, what happened? Are you on, you're on a rooftop? What's going on? It just it just got disconnected. I don't know why. Crazy. It's rock and roll. It's it's uh, or whatever they say in showbiz. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No wait. Let me ask you some pertinent information, like just some boy crazy uh, pivotal questions that we need to know. This, this is for all the girls who are listening, who are like of age and like or underage or whatever, who want to like right. touch their private. Who want to listen to your music and then touch their privates to the thought of you, or you know, gay boys who have total crush on you too. Either we don't discriminate. Uh, so, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Are you single? And then I'll figure out whatever else I want to ask you. That's, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's probably super creepy for anyone too young to be thinking of me in those terms, given like, you know, my current age. But I happen to be wearing a dope t-shirt right now you know vision streetwear yes so i have like an original vision streetwear t-shirt on which is like falling apart in that kind of perfect way where like moths have eaten it but it's still you know you can still wear it maybe two or three more times before it just turns to dust <laughs> oh my god 12 year old girls are so wet right now i'm so sorry i'm sorry <laughs> is that allowed oh my god let me Oh God, I'm freaking out. Okay, keep going. So yeah, you're wearing a an effortlessly and, uh, uh, falling apart T-shirt. Go on. And <laughs> I've got this tiny pocket knife necklace that uh, my friend just gave to me a few days ago, which is awesome. This is a miniature pocket knife. And then uh, whatever, just like pants and uh, an old tie hanging off my waist or whatever, and uh, boots. But that's not very interesting. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're losing me already. But yeah, a lot of that stuff was cool for a second. But yeah, I like the fact that I like. The well, fact I'm not. I don't, think, I don't think I'm gonna over. I don't think I'm gonna oversell it. <laughs> well, you almost started to oversell it. I like the fact that you have you have the pocket knife uh, necklace or whatever, so it shows that you could defend someone, and you have a friend that gave that to you as a gift. So that's cool. It, like you know, means. I guess this thing things. is tiny. Yeah, I can defend someone against like maybe uh like a mini like a smurf or something. This thing is like half an inch long. But Okay. Let's but it does work. It does okay. work. Oh so oh so just hey, just getting when I was cut off, the last thing I was saying is just like when I listen I love Loveline, but the problem is like I've heard so many people call in with really authentic sort of stories and they overlook them with, or they kind of brush it off with a funny joke or something. And I'm like, wait, that person was really opening up to them. And I thought it, I think people are treated unfairly on that, on that show. So I'm more interested in this show. That's how I feel too, except I really want to be a guest on that show. Cause they have, they have this, this pocket, this, I don't want to be like, the main guest, although that's a nice dream as well, but they have this section that I think is perfect for me, where they have like a female blogger, podcaster, or sexual right. or something or other. They they have this like 
area where a woman, they'll have like a, a female guest to, to offer the female point of view or whatever, and they have this woman uh, named, named Emily Morris. Do you know who that is? Yeah, actually. Wait, from Chicago? I think she comes to Chicago and she has that show. She was on some reality show for a second, but she has that like that show called Sex with Emily, and she's like a she just like writes about sex and dating and all this stuff. And she's been on that. Show. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, in an ideal world, I would love to be like a female, the you know the, the female voice or whatever guest on that show for for a minute. But uh, but yeah, every time I call oh. them, they like they they don't get all the details. They hang up on me really right. quick. They don't they don't they don't, they don't really get and they make me feel bad about myself. But they're like kind of conscious. <laughs> <laughs> and and they and and they dismiss it as if there's no further kind of like nuance to your specific situation. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, your dad was kind of a dickhead, therefore we know your entire life story. It's like, that's not really fair, you know? Yeah, I think I called in one time because I, I was dating someone and he smoked a lot of pot, and it took me, I don't know, am I, I don't even know, if you, just don't answer anything, you, anything you don't want to talk about, just tell me to fuck off, so that way I can ask you whatever okay. in the menorah. Um, sure. Do you smoke pot or are you, are you, do you smoke pot at all? No, not really. I mean, occasionally if I'm like, if it comes up and I'm really, it always comes down to if I'm, if I have a choice to get weird on weed or just be completely bored, sometimes I'll choose get weird, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. If it's like a long, like when we're on, when we're on tour, it'd be like, all right, we're in this van for 10 hours and then like after four hours, you know, if someone offered me to take up, you know smoke a little I'll be like you know what why not so but I well, definitely don't I don't I don't buy weed and I don't like I don't crave it or need it at all I, I don't either and then I remember calling in because I was dating someone who had taken antidepressants and then and those that really did not work for him and so he started smoking pot and as I dated him I had to come full circle where or I had to change, and I had to go, listen, if I'm, not, if, I'm not, if I'm not okay with him smoking pot, I either need to break up with him or I need to come to terms with it because you can't change someone. So I right. actually, like, what? I learned a lot about it. I don't like pot for me at all. I have no desire to, to smoke pot, whatever. But, like, right. I actually have all these, like, thoughts about how, why are antidepressants okay and socially acceptable, but pot isn't, and uh, whatever. So I called in love line about that. And they just totally dismissed me. Dismissed me. They didn't really right. answer my question, and I just was like left like feeling more confused. But, but that's not the people are actually calling you. I'm going to ask you more about you, but first let's get the phone calls. So I want people to know the phone lines are open and people are calling. Yeah, let's do it. They think they think we're going to talk about weeks all night and love line. Anyway, area code six zero three. You're on with Matt Divine, aka Wrong Child. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. What's your name? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Angela. I'm calling from um, New Hampshire, Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, I'm nice. Nine years old. How old are you? Um, nineteen. Nineteen. What's going on with you? Oh, um, I just I don't have anything like boy troubles or anything or anything like that. It's just um kind of like a motivation thing. So, um, I graduated high school like two years ago. Um. I have two jobs, and I go to beauty school. Um, so pretty much I have, like, no friend time, which doesn't even matter to me anymore. I don't even know why. But, like, hairdressing is literally one of my favorite things to do. That's why I go to that school. But as of recently, every time I step into the building, 
and witness all the girls and all the drama and all the favoritism and all the people looking at me for being different. It's just I don't feel as motivated, so I kind of just want to pack up and leave. But when I do leave, I kind of miss it, like just the hair part. You know, you kind of understand what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, go on. No, go on. Was there was there a question like kind of uh, how I to didn't, over didn't overcome that? Sorry, <laughs> I I just don't know how to like re motivate myself or get back into the groove. It's just I've just been so busy, and usually that doing what I love makes me feel so much better. But the second I step yeah. into a negative building, I don't know what to do with myself. I kind of just want to leave and make an excuse. Can I well, can I weigh on on this? Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you know, I can't fucking imagine the horror of having to go to school with the type of girls that, generally speaking, would be at, like, an mm-hmm. esthetician school. Like, you've got to be surrounded by some of the most catty, cheesy, tacky chicks on earth. So Definitely. I, I feel you. Um, at the same time, you're at an age where you've got to pay your dues. You know, you can't expect to be super stoked and motivated every day. Like, I can't tell you how many, you know, shitty classes I went to in my life and and how, how many hor- hundreds and hundreds of horrible shows I've played to the point where, you know, I wonder if I love making music anymore. It's just, I think it's just a, a phase like that, and I think you got to suck it up and, and pay your dues so you can get out of there. And then, I mean, you're, you're in uh, Nat, uh, Manchester, which is kind of yeah. uh, an old industrial town. It's kind of a depressing town. It's making a comeback. Oh, yeah. Like, I live I think, right on the Elm Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but it's still a tiny town. Like, you're going to need to get out of there. And mm-hmm. having this degree or having this credit is exactly what you need to, you know, move on to New York City or move on to where you'll be received by people that know that, um, you know, being different and having originality, like, I think you're just probably too cool for that tiny town. And I think that's that's the case with almost everybody like you. And it just sucks. And I just don't beat yourself up for not being motivated because, mm-hmm. the, you know, aside from maybe Richard Branson, who oh, I'm I'm going to go on a fucking round-the-world uh, hot air balloon ride today. Like, everyone else in the real world has just months, sometimes days, sometimes years of just blah. But you're lucky because you, you know what your passion is, so just stick with it. Lots of people don't even know what their passion is. So um, consider yourself lucky. Oh, my it's God, like I totally really agree with everything. <laughs> no, it's not going hard, though, because like, I've been put down from, like, like, my family is kind of a half-and-half half thing. It's, like, one half is, like, we're just kind of different, and we don't have a ton of money. And the other side of my family is, like, you need to go to a four-year college. You need to go to med school, get your big degrees and things. And I was, I'm was, i just trying to prove a point up at the same time that you don't need to do that to do great in life. It's just hard to do that when I'm not as motivated. Well, let me get this straight. Hold on one second, because it doesn't sound to me – that you're, it doesn't sound like you're not motivated. It sounds like you love doing hair. You love beauty school. You love you yes. love what you want to do. I mean, you love what you're learning to do and what you're practicing and everything. Your problem is 
you're intimidated and you're kind of bummed out on all the on the like the, you know the vibes you're getting from all these girls like they're mm-hmm. overwhelming and they're intim- they're intimidating mm-hmm. they seem like assholes so here's here's what I think you need to focus on you need to focus on well first of all uh, don't let them know that they've gotten to you you have to continue going to your classes all the time you just have to show up and just you don't need to make all of them like you you don't need them to like you at all but you can also kill them with kindness or just be silent and just be quiet and smile and just like you know what I mean but ignore them because the main task at hand is you need to do a good job like you need to like you're doing hair or what are you doing makeup hair what's your, what are you doing specifically um just hair and like just hair. sort of into makeup kind of like that it's not like like esthetician or anything it's just mainly hair but well, I definitely want to go just... into more of that I want to go more into deep of that I just have to pass this which has been so okay, well, hard because I've been here for a while. Well, yeah, how long have you been there for? And have you been ditching classes? Like, what do you mean? You walk into the building and you just you just leave? Well, I've been going there since September of last year, and I'm supposed to graduate in October, but right now I'm not graduating till probably January-ish. I took a leave of absence um, because I just I just couldn't take it anymore, and and I thought when I came back I would be like I got this. I know I got this kind of thing, and now it's kind of like it was like that for the first couple of weeks, and I'm slowly getting back into not wanting to be there. Okay. Um, I mean, I would just say, I mean, did you take a leave of absence? I know I'm getting a little bit too deep into this because I think we get the gist of all this, but did you take a leave of absence because something else happened or because you, you were too freaked out and you just didn't like how you felt when you went to school? Um. Well, there's a couple of things going on in my life, but that really didn't too much affect it. I just really needed a break because it just got too overwhelming. And uh, Okay. <laughs> you, you school is a distraction. Fuck all these fucking hater fucking bitches who are, are addicted to you or who you think don't like you. They probably just want you to like them as much as you want them to like you. You know what I mean? But just ignore them. Focus on your class. Do well. And while you're back at home, you should write a whole list of, like, where you actually want to live, all the things you want to do and accomplish as, when you get older, when you get the fuck out of the shitty little town that you're in that you don't want to be in for the rest of your life, you know what I mean? So there's, there's, a, there's a bigger picture. So write your list of places you want to travel, things you want to accomplish, where you want to work, what kind of, you know, shows or magazine or shoots or whatever you want to work on, or just in general, if you want to open up your own salon, if you want to, you know, go to New York, if you want to do whatever. Just have fun daydreaming, you know, and get lost in that and focus on the bigger picture and fuck all the assholes who are, who are intimidating to you. And also, don't give don't give them so much power. That's like a, it's a, le- a life lesson. Like there will always be people who will look. Who, sometimes it's just their face. Sometimes people have fucked up weird faces, and they look at you and you go, God, what is that all about? But really, that's just unfortunately their face, and they don't even have any weird, you know, negative <laughs> feeling about you in general. So just like shut all that shit out. Don't take it all so personally. Which is easier said than done. And you have to graduate, okay? This is beauty school. You oh, can't yeah. be in there for another ten. You can't be there for another ten years, and then prove your parents oh, wrong. Oh no, no, no! And then, I, I wouldn't and then, be able to do that. And then if you get bummed out and you you hit a you, hit a, you know you hit a wall again next week, then you just call into Boy Crazy Radio and we'll we'll try to light a fire under your ass again. And then maybe we'll just call <laughs> Matt Devine again. Anyway, even though he won't be the guest, we'll just we'll just call him in like a like some emergency phone call contact. <laughs> okay. Dial. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Thank uh, you. Oh, I also just want to song. say to Matt that I've been a huge fan for a while, so thank you for everything. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he got disconnected again. Cause he... 
All right, I did not hang up. Okay. No, 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 but she has to make she, it's, it's, it's technical difficulty. She said something to you that you have to hear. Say that one more time to Matt. All right. All right. Um, I just want to let you know and thank you so much for all that you, the music you've written and everything. I just wanted to say thank you. Like I, I already know you know that I like tweet you like probably like twice a week, but um, you just literally, I am just so thankful for everything. Like I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't oh. know what to say. Um, Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Seriously. It's just so important to me that I would just get to tell you and thank you for all your input and for about my school and everything. And thank you guys so much. Oh. Awesome. Only thank you. Twice, only twice a week? I mean, you could up your tweeting a bit. I think you need to motivate well, yourself. <laughs> you. Tweet a little bit more if you could, but whatever. We'll deal with one, so one problem at a time. Yeah. Oh. Oh, hey, that. <laughs> yeah, tweet more. No, that that means so much. What, what she just said is she's still online. I, that means so much. Thank you. She can hear you. She can hear you. We have another phone call. Is this a Skype call? Is this All right, cool. Is this a Skype call or an international call? Who is this? What are you wearing? What's going on? Erica, one 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 one. What's happening? Hello. If if you think it might be you and you're confused, say hello anyway. Hello anyway? Oh. Yes, hello anyway. Yes, perfect. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And say hi to Matt Devine. So I'm 36. <laughs> I'm calling from uh, Hermosa Beach, California. Um, I'm a huge Kill Hannah fan. I've seen Kill Hannah in concert so many times on mm-hmm. every album. I pre-ordered Wrong Child. Um, oh, think- awesome. Yes. 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 And, and Matt Devine, you're such an artist. I thought maybe you could give me some advice as somebody how I could handle that. <laughs> can you? Uh, well, your phone is cutting out a bit. So, so he's got a he's got a. You're dating a Swedish rock star? What? Was that? I sh- no, no, no. So there's a rock star who totally hits on my wife, and oh. <laughs> he's a rock star. Maybe you could give me some advice on how I can handle that. Is this this is a real genuine rock star or a local dude? Well, I don't know. He was. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. He's been on tour forever. It's not like he's not like on The Voice, but like he's a legit <laughs> dude. Yeah, like recording contracts. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty pretty gross. Like if he knows that she's married and he's still still doing that. By the way, I'm in a public. I'm in a bathroom at the Ace Hotel right now on the roof if you guys hear noises and stuff. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. In, in Los- Wait, are you in L.A. or are you in New York? I'm in, a, I'm in L.A. and I was on the rooftop and uh, and it was all chill and quiet and perfect. And then they started playing like like trance music or something. So I went in the bathroom and now people are coming in and like dro- dropping deuces and stuff. So anyway, anyway um but anyway, okay, so so I guess my opinion on this is, uh, I mean, as for what you should do, 
I mean, first of all, you, I'm assuming you have like a super strong, honest, open relationship with your wife so there wouldn't be any trust issues. I mean, if you're with a woman who is, um, I'm assuming is attractive on lots of levels, not just physically, then being hit on is something that both of you guys just are going to have to contend with forever, you know? Um, if it happens to be like a dude who's doing it publicly and it's kind of like, it's super disrespectful. It's tasteless. Um, but as for what you should do, man, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. I've always thought it was kind of more on the girls, you know, like if, if, if I'm dating someone that's, that other guys are kind of making moves on, it's kind of on her. Like girls have to send out that, Hey dude, I'm completely fucking attached vibe <laughs> um, yeah beyond beyond that you know maybe s some girls enjoy the attention on a small level even though it's wrong you know and and who wouldn't enjoy a little attention from someone who's like maybe notable but um i don't know i mean if you want to tell me who he is maybe i know him maybe i'll just call him personally yeah i like that <laughs> who is wait i want to know who is this guy does who is this guy does he know have you met him? Does he know that, that your girlfriend, that your wife, you know, is married? Or, like, what does she do? How does she respond? He knows me. No, no, he totally knows me, but he's a great artist. Um, he's who a great is this artist. bonehead? Who, who is this? Who is, what are you talking See, about? That's, that's, that's more complicated because this, because this guy, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but he, the caller really likes this artist, too. That's what's strange. Yeah, I know, who is this artist? I don't think he is. I feel like he's probably a bonehead. I, I I don't know. I think you're giving him too much credit. But who is this guy? It's subjective. You know what I no, mean? I don't, like, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. So All right. Well, can you can you tell us? Can you tell me though? Like, what methods is he using to hit on your wife? Is it like a flirty tweet, or is it literally like he's texting her and shit? Oh no, he's texting her and shit. Why Wait, really? Her? Yeah. He would just text her. Oh, for sure, he would just text her. That's messed up. How does he have her number? Oh, because, you know, he's, he's a friend, and he's a guy we know, and he's wicked talented. Wait, <laughs> wait you, you live in Canada? Where do you live? You live in, uh, where do they say wicked? Yeah, wicked is actually a Boston thing. Hey, okay, you're in Boston. Wicked is Boston. True, true. Okay, wait. So yeah, this is, this is a New England show. <laughs> this is really exciting yeah, tonight. Um, oh, God. Oh, your connection is so fucked. Your connection is a bit fucked. I'm wondering, right. do you think, do you think, okay, sorry, go on. Yes, Matt, what? No, Alexei, I was just going to just, you know, discuss with you, even if the connection's bad. Like, I don't know, man. Like, we both grew up in the world of, you know, touring musicians. We both, that's who all of our, you know, our closest buds are. Like, um, you know, what would your what would your advice be? I mean, I think it's kind of sh a little bit shady on the side of the of wife. The I mean, okay. Not to throw her under the bus, but like she's got to assert herself and you know take measures that because my hunch is that she kind of Likes digs it. the attention. Yeah, I don't think that's not to say that she would she would act on it, but that's to me that's. That's really kind of 
shady. I, I would, yeah, I would okay. be really. Well, hold on. There's a lot of stuff yeah. going on here because you're right. The clues that we're getting from this guy, uh, and, and who knows who he's talking about because this could be some bonehead person who's not really talented and blah, blah, but you're just like the caller is putting him on a pedestal. So we'll, we'll put that over to the, to the side for a moment. Right. So here's the thing. I want to know, I don't know why the musician has your wife's phone number, but so I'm worried. He's a friend. He's a date in the past. He's a friend. He's a friend. Okay, yeah, I don't know. It seems a little bit bizarre here. I don't want the guy to chime in. I'm, I'm muting the guy because I feel like I don't, I don't want him to chime in for the connection. Well, here's the thing. Just to go off of my own experiences, I, I'm in a relationship now with a musician, but I mean, I'm, I have a website called I'm Boy Crazy, and I talk about sex and dating and all this stuff, so I, I think I'm more like the the person who... Um, I mean, I feel like I'm the more shady person in the relationship or, or that's put on me because of all the, the, the stuff, the content I, I talk about. But I know right. that, like, even though I talk about love, sex, dating, relationships, and I'm a very, very flirty person and touchy-feely, I am so loyal and respectful when I'm in a relationship. Yes, I right. flirt. And I, I, touch, I touch people's arms and laugh and go, oh, you're so adorable. But, like, that's as far as it goes. And even that bothers my boyfriend. Um, even though my relationship's dangling by a thread, but we'll talk about that later because I need to ask you advice about that, Matt Devine. (laughs) But I have have an ex-boyfriend who will text me, and he invites me to go to the movies all the time, and I just, you know, and I say no, and I I barely hang out with him. I actually, you know, if I do, it's in a group setting, and I tell my boyfriend because, yeah, it's the responsibility – is on the person in the relationship because you are always right. going to run. In, you're always going to run into shady people who like trouble and like, you know, excitement and fucking people. You know, fucking around with people and right. they can start drama. So you know, yeah. It's, it's well, and the, you know, and the truth is, and the truth is too. Like for also maybe younger girls who are listening, and you know, it's. I think we all can relate to the idea of like. Look, maybe not all of us had it easy when we were younger. Maybe not all of us were desired by everyone. And so maybe you reach a certain point where you do start getting attention and you kind of want it all. You kind of want to juggle things. and like. But the truth is, like, coming from a guy's perspective, especially as, like, an older adult, I guess, kind of adult, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I've always respected there's no upside to kind of um, tr- playing people off each other and, tr- and you know, it's such a, the irony is it's a turn on when a girl is super respectful and turns you down because she's, uh, you know, she has integrity and stuff. Like when a girl, if a girl, if I were to flirt with a girl and then she lets me know, like in a very, so, you know, very sort of, no, like very clear terms. Like, I'm with someone. This is inappropriate or bordering on it. I'm like, wow. I really respect this girl, and I'm really more so jealous of her boyfriend. You know, like that's because yeah. that's the way people should behave. Like, that's the way it's it's got to be. So, I don't know. Like, if if this bottom line with this caller, um, if it's bothering him enough to call into us then I think he's got to bring it up with her and he's got to really... There's, there's a fine line, right? Because you don't want absolute disclosure in a relationship. Like, you don't want to necessarily 
be able to, I don't know, like I think there should, has to be absolute openness and absolute honesty, but maybe not to the point of I should be able to read every text in your phone, you know, all the time. Not at all. Um, yeah. But, uh, but this has crossed that line, you know, if he's, and he can really trust his, his intuition. If his intuition is like, look, this is more than just harmless, he should straighten, you know, he should straighten it out with her. Well, yeah, I just also don't know how insecure she is. What is she doing? Oh, don't you know? Uh, oh, Marilyn Manson texted me again. Oh, my God, he wants me to come over and take my panties off. You know what I mean? Like, what is she? How is how is she or whoever, you know, allegedly it's Marilyn Manson. I've decided it's Marilyn Manson, um, so we're just going to go with that. But anyway. Okay. I don't know what, what is she doing. Is she, is she so insecure? She's waving in the face. It's like, here's the deal. Like, you know, if Marilyn Manson were texting me, allegedly, or whatever, or some cool person, and I want to have a text relationship with him, Yes, like, you can't tell someone what not to do. But when a girl, I do know that behavior when girls are, like, really insecure and they want to let their significant other know that they're desired by other people. Like, right. it's, such an in, it's such an insecure move, and I know that move because I do it, and always, it always bites me in the ass because it always, like, turns off whoever I'm dating. They're like, oh, cool, then, like, why are you with me? Or, oh, great, I can't trust you. Or, oh, really? Yeah, with, it, I, with dating. Yeah. But these people, these people are married. Do you know what I mean? The gig is up. Like they, they, should, have they should have a threesome. They should have a threesome. No, that's or she's already cheating on you. I think she's either sleeping That's my next. The next weird level to this whole thing is I did kind of detect a weird sort of like slightly, and I I hope this doesn't come off as even weirder than I'm saying it, but man, he he sounds like he likes this guy a little bit. Yeah, dude, call her. <laughs> the husband, husband wants to suck the rock star's dick, and I'm just worried. It's I'm, wor- I'm worried it's not Marilyn Manson. I feel like it's some busker, like street busker, that you know makes a living busking, which is nothing wrong with that. But I don't. I mean, who is this rock star guy in wherever they are in Boston? Who lives in Boston? If you guys. I don't know what we'll do, but anyway. Um, well, hey, well, well yeah. Good advice. No, what, I totally appreciate what? your advice. I, I will take your advice. Um, Matt, um, it's so great to, to hear you um, give me advice. I really appreciate it. An artist I really respect. Um, the Wrong Child sounds great. Um, it really sounds almost like old school Kill Hannah. Um, <sighs> congratulations. And we're Thanks. super excited. Oh, dude, thank, thank you, you so much, you man. We haven't we haven't played in, in Boston in so long. Here's the deal: if you bring the rock star your and your wife to the next Wrong Child uh, concert <laughs> in, in or Kill Hannah show in in uh, in Boston, Matt will have sex with you guys too. Oh, <laughs> get out of here! Get out that of here! Good. But I but I do. <laughs> yes. I do definitely appreciate everything you just said. That was, and I hope I didn't cut him off. He was being super sweet about the band, and I, no, that means a I lot so to me. So many compliments. So many compliments. I'm, I'm, you know, oh, I, but I did feel he was a little bit femme. He started to sound a little bit more and more feminine as the night progressed, as the call progressed. Yeah, okay. you know, and 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 the winters in Boston are long, you know. They are. You need to get cozy warm somehow. somehow. <laughs> okay, area code, area code four zero eight. Hi. Hello, Hi. how old are you? Where are you calling from? Doesn't that sound cute? Don't you want to say hello to him? And I am in San Francisco right now. I'm actually at a show right now, which is why it's so loud. Sorry. That's okay. Um, oh, that's okay. 
Um, my name is Tiffany. I'm actually on a date right now, and I need help, like, right now. Oh, cool. Oh, this is an emergency. Hey, emergency? Yeah. Oh, Tiffany, I can't believe... Oh, yeah, Matt's in the bathroom, so don't worry. Like, people are, are you know, I don't even want to say. We don't, we don't talk about the... Uh, it's a, it is... It's a pretty... It's a pretty lavish bathroom, though. Like, it's marble. Should I go to the bathroom? It's kind of like restoration hardware in here. <laughs> it's nice. Oh, can you hear Jesus. me now? Well, that's fine. Yeah, we can totally hear you. What's going on with you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about this date. Okay. So, I, there's this guy that I'm, I'm with right now, and I really like him. But they, he told me he's emotionally unavailable for a relationship right now. And it's like, it's not that I want a relationship. But it's like I really like him, and it's like the more I hang out with him, the more I like him. And like I don't know if I should just like stop hanging out with him because it's like I'm starting to like him more and more, and I don't know. Oh yeah, I that's 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 a very common sort of predicament. Wait, Matt, what? I don't even know about you. Are you single? Is Matt said it's a very yeah yeah. I am. You are single. Yeah yeah. We gotta get to the bottom of one thing first. Matt, are you single? Yes. I am single. Yeah. Wait, no, not you. I'm asking Matt Ryan, <laughs> my current guest oh. of Boy Crazy Radio. You're on a date. Who? You're, you're single. Who? Yeah, but you're not. What? I'm sorry. I have. Like, I can't really hear you that well. Well, I can't. I can't help you with everything. But okay, so <laughs> you're on this date. How many dates have you guys been on? And then I'll throw it over to Matt. Uh, like four. Have you guys had sex? No, but we were really close. No wonder he's emotionally unavailable. Are you guys aren't you guys aren't having uh you aren't having unprotected pull out sex and then lying and saying you're having protected sex like everybody else does? I don't believe you. <laughs> well I mean, you know. I, I is this is this the type of thing where this guy um he's also casually like seeing a couple other girls at the same time? I don't think he is. Because he, he told me he just got out of like a four and a half relationship four and a half year relationship or something like that. Who 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 used the term emotionally unavailable? Did he say that to you or did you did you describe it that way? No 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 he he actually said that. He said Ooh, that? That's because uh, that sounds kinda that's then, not he, good. He, he, he kind of says like he kind of says like I'm either all in a relationship or I'm not. Yeah, well, you know, it could be that that's kind of a canned term that people use as like, uh, you know, an, an excuse. It could be real, but um, sounds kind of premeditated, which which I don't like about it. At the same time, he could be a dude that's just really in touch with his feelings, and he's being as upfront with you as he as he can be, you know? So like I have a decision to make now. It's either you know, yeah. I either go for right. it even though he he's like told me that or I Un- don't. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately yeah, sometimes guys Huh? Okay. Yeah, sorry, go on. Unfortunately sometimes Oh guys, no no no. I I was just saying sometimes the problem with that term is then some guys use it as like, oh carte carte blanche, I said that, therefore I can be a total Asshole, you know, she already yeah. I already told her that I'm not available now. I'm I'm permitted to do anything I want, and despite how it might hurt her, you know, which exactly. isn't cool. 
But okay, but but you're right. Coming down to it, like the decision to stay or to go. You know, Alexi, I'm I'm with you. I say 90% of the time, get the fuck out early, um, and retain the friendship. Um, but there's also that 10% where it's like sometimes girls do straight up like wear dudes down, <laughs> like, like you know where that where maybe like date 20 this guy has kind of a breakthrough, like, oh, my God, I'm really into this person that I never expected to be, you know? So, oh, God, that's, that sounds like a myth. Oh, okay, like a okay, myth. okay. And, you know, wait, wait, oh, no, 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 no. Should no, I get no, out no, now or should I not? Because I told no, him I was going to the bathroom just, and, like... Well, for, first of all... The smart, the smart money is on getting out. The what? smart money is on getting out. Oh, God, I wish you could hear you. I feel like you're, you're, I don't know where you are, but I need you to just focus for a moment. The smart move is, this is what Matt said, and I agree, is to get the fuck out of there. Because here's the thing. Wouldn't you rather be the girl that the guy thinks, even if he is emotionally unavailable, when a guy meets a girl that he's fucking crazy about, he is he yeah. becomes available. You know what I mean? Like, I, and you know what? Women can be emotionally unavailable, too. And I use that fucking lie Completely, I've said, you know, because I've said to guys, oh, I've actually lied about having a, re- you know, I had thyroid cancer a long time ago. I don't need to bring us all down, whatever, but whatever. So I, I, that's all done. That's all done with. But I remember dating a guy, and I, and I lied. Uh-huh. I don't even think I lied. I, I, I said that uh-huh. I had a resurgence. I said the cancer came back, and I had to break up with him, and I was emotionally unavailable, and all this stuff. And I, I, I just people make up excuses. He wants to have sex with you. He doesn't want to have to owe you anything. You know what I mean? Right. You're not even having sex with them. You sound like a delicate, you know, fine, young, beautiful young lady or whatever. How old are you? <laughs> How old are you? I'm 21. You're 20. How old is he? 40. He's 24. 21 and 24. You're not having sex. Yeah. You've gone on a few dates. How was the makeout? Amazing. The chemistry is so amazing. Like, I don't know how much I can hold myself back. Like, to be completely fucking honest with you, I don't know how long I can, like, hold myself back. Okay. I mean, she can... Wait, tonight might be the fucking night. I don't know. Wait, tonight might be the night. Oh, my God. Tonight gives information. You better fucking... You better buy condoms. You better have bought your own condoms because guys don't like to wear them and they don't like to buy them. This is even a good idea. Should I just drive home? Like... Wait, does he think you're in, are you in a toilet right now and he thinks you're fucking shitting? Because that is not okay. What the fuck is going on here? Are you in the bathroom right now talking on the phone with Yeah, but that, but that, that recurring sound, that's not, that's not a toilet. It's the hand dryer. No, 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 I don't want no, right now. No, I'm asking the girl because I don't, I don't want your date to think that you're going to the bathroom because we're women and we don't do that. <laughs> I thought you were asking me. You know what? If it yeah. was me, here's what I here's what I would do. I would actually walk up to him and go, Hey, I'm on the phone with my friend Alexi and Matt. Uh I'm I'm getting some advice. I told them it's a it's a it's a love line esque show. Uh I'm asking them if I should uh if I should get out of this because you can be mostly unavailable. Uh, that's what I no, would do. I'm then, not doing that. Yeah. Uh, I would you know Yes. I th- I think just also also bottom line like, in there needs to be the kind of energy shift from her from like wanting this thing and needing it to suddenly she needs to convince herself that she doesn't need it, you know. Yes, exactly. I mean, she can also you know in a very modern way treat it for what it is. 
What band? Are you on? Who is that? Limp Biscuit? Yeah, what? Is that the rock star that's texting the married lady? Maybe it's that's her, hey, hey, Lexi, you you should mute her and let's continue talking. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely muting her. You're, you've been muted, but we're gonna solve all your problems right now. Yeah, she definitely an energy uh, shift because if we're if I was single and if it were me because I might be single very soon because I'm in a long distance relationship and I still feel the need to talk to you about that later. But I'm trying to give you hints uh, as to what I'm going through to make it about me. Uh-huh. But okay, so if I were this beautiful young girl. Uh, and I was single, and some guy told who, uh, some guy that I made out with that I had epic makeouts with told me he was emotionally unavailable. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to shift and go. That's cool. I'm emotionally unavailable too, and I love making out with you, and that's what it is. And I've got goals and dreams and things to do, and friends and a full life. And great, we'll make out when I want to make out. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, easy, way way easier said than done, though, because you know he's. She, he, they've imprinted. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's really attached to this guy. I so saw, so I saw, I saw Twilight. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like she's she. We can say that. Um, it just takes a little bit of time. She, you know. I think actually, the more I talk about it with you, I think no matter what she tells herself to trick herself into believing that she can. She's a loser. She's a loser. She's she has to walk away because it's ultimately. Even if she chooses to shift energy and maybe even start seeing another guy, it will be as a game. It will be from the wrong intention. She'll be seeing someone else because of what it will mean to this guy. And she just has to commit to moving on from this guy, I think. Yeah, that's the advice. She needs to get the fuck out of there because, yeah, somebody did tell me that they're emotionally unavailable. If I'm not the one saying that I'm emotionally unavailable and the guy's saying he's emotionally unavailable, I would be like, I wouldn't say this to him. I wouldn't let him know that he hurt my feelings, but I would be thinking, fuck you, motherfucker. But, right. Are you serious? Right. You know, right. But also, here's the truth. And you know, no matter what we say, they're going to fuck again. And you know, no matter what we say right now, that she's going to have to ride out this until its end. And it's going to be one of those archetypal mistakes that young 20-year-olders make. And yeah. she's just going to learn that way. and Or maybe it is one of those freaky sort of anomalies where it really blossoms into something. But I'm with you. I think that people know um, early on, and it has to be... If not like fifty fifty, it has to be like sixty forty. In terms of yeah, and the of, bummer is, in terms of, of of like who feels what for who, but like the yes. bummer is though, the bummer is even if a, a guy and a girl go into something that's like oh totally emotionally casual and we're just we're just fucking we're just having sex and I love making out and I'm a modern <laughs> girl and and I don't care that he's not in love with me and could be bisexual and having sex with some you know cute DJ dude too. Who knows? It doesn't matter. All modern woman. Yeah. You guys have sex like seven times or something. All of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, I'm totally in love with him. I don't know how to tell him. I'm a modern woman and I'm totally in love yeah. because that's because even though it's 2014, we're still women. And like that, right. it's like having, having casual sex with dudes, especially dudes who don't love you. It's like Russian roulette because we, you know, we we make chemicals like, you know, whatever. Uh, what do we make? Right. Uh, dope, this dope, this oxytocin. Dopamine, serotonin. It's yeah. insane, yeah. 
Oh, God. Yeah. I'm about to be single again. I'm about to be single in the world again. This is devastating. I can't believe, I don't know if I can do it. Right, well, let's, let's take another call and then talk about the, the, the perils of long-distance relationships. Oh, God. Have you? Okay, cool. Um, oh, geez. Area code. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Somebody called in earlier from a 323 number, and I don't know if this is a friend of voice. Maybe that was me. Was that you? Okay, I'm going to dial it because cause here's what Boy Crazy Radio is like. When you call in and, and I'm blabbing too much, I'm like, I will find you. I'll find you like a weird, scary ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I will call you back. Maybe it's no me. Escaping. Is that? No, I like that the I like that the first few callers are all all. Uh, New England. Hi, thanks for calling. I'm not here. Leave me a message. Oh, oh, you know who that is? That was that was uh, that was one of our mutual friends. I'm not even gonna say her name. You better pick up the phone. Oh, dude, she has to. She has to call in. You have to call in. Uh, that was Brookie D. That was our mutual <laughs> friend, Brooke, friend of Boy Crazy Radio, friend of Alexi and Matt. Okay, you got to call in. Anyway. I actually, it's funny because Brooke texted me during the show and she was like, this, I don't know who it was. She was like, this caller is boring. Move on. Like, she's like giving me tips. That's funny. Yeah. No, you know what? Uh, the the friend who we dare not speak her name, she was she was a huge help to me when I was writing my advice blog. Like, it was just, it was the same thing. Like, you know, like laying on the floor listening to records, like the same sort of shit that you described in the intro of your show, like. The same, like, even as a complete adult, you still, when it comes to talking about relationships, it's just like being 13 again. Like, I don't know, like, what should I do? Like, and just those sort of, like, bedroom convos with your good friends, like, are still, like, I treasure those things. And she and I had a lot of those. And a lot of other mutual friends texted me that I'm going to be on the show. They're like, tell Lexi I say hi and blah, blah, blah. So. Oh, that's so sweet. I think I've made out with some of those friends of yours. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of them definitely. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I made out. I made out with some cool people. Okay. Anyway, so. Oh, wait, so yes. Yeah, so. Yes. Yes. Let's talk. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. I guess. Well, no, I don't want to talk about it. Well, I want to talk about you. I want, I want to talk about you for a second. So, why are you? When? Why are you not in a relationship? Like, when was your last relationship? Um. Well, you know. I'm older, right? Like scary old dude, and so no, no. My my next, you know, I was in a very long-term relationship in Chicago, and then that ended when I went to New York City, and then, um, you know, since then, like I don't know, my attitude is like I kind of want the next one to be, you know, there's a lot of gravity on it. Like uh, there's just no point in trying to make something work that isn't perfect or um I don't know I'm just waiting till something really hits me over the head and it, unfortunately like no disrespect but I, I don't meet a lot of interesting girls in LA I did much much more so in New York City why did you move back to LA I'm making my record I don't know I got People make <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, yeah, no, no, the, the whole band's out here and stuff. Yeah, eventually one day I'll, I'll move back. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been in relationships before where it's, you know, maybe it's not all there or there's some sort of 
something that maybe is nagging you that you know isn't right, or maybe you're just not genuinely in love, you know, but there's so many other amazing things that it kind of overshadows that and you force things. And I don't know, I've just, I'm too old to mess around with that stuff anymore. So yeah, so I've been single for like four years with something, you know, a kind of small thing in, in between that. Oh God, See, I was single for such a long time and then I met somebody and I've been in a thing for about a year and a half and like, that's interesting what you say. When you, I want to know about that, where you said you think you're in love, but maybe you're not really in love. Like, what do you get it confused with? Besides <laughs> lust, and like, because sometimes I've been accused of like thinking I know what love is, but really I'm just a selfish person, and I have this weird idea of like love should be this perfect, amazing thing. And the minute it's not, and there's like you need to be patient or giving or something, even though I believe I'm giving. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying like sometimes maybe people do mistake love for for something. And I'm not just talking about lust. Well, def- definitely girls can do that. You know, not so much guys. Like, girls certainly can start, can learn to fall in love in a way or can be kind of, um, you know, much more emotionally driven. And But I, I, have a, I think it's a little more chemical with dudes. And I don't know, like, I'm speaking for myself, I don't know. Like, I don't feel lonely. I don't feel like I'm looking for fulfillment outside of myself so um i think when there is a certain degree of of that of loneliness or of a need for something like then other people that can fill that that maybe aren't right and then you know you 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 morph it into what it needs to be and then words like love and in love and love of my life start getting you know, blurry because it's then you've crossed the line of, wait, do I need this person or do I love them or am I not, do I not have my life figured out yet or is, you know, so I think just the fact of being older now and making a ton of mistakes when I was younger, I just feel like I kind of have my shit together on one level. So for someone to come into this now and threaten that, they kind of have to bring something to the table that makes enriches my life. You know, we're like, oh fuck, this person is showing me stuff that I didn't already know, or this this person is has passions that I know nothing about, and those are things that I that's kind of standard that I hold people to. I definitely don't commit to things just because there's physical chemistry or just because the person is cool and I enjoy their company. It's got to be a much more, you know. High, high, really high standards, I guess. I don't know. I felt the same way because I was single for such a long time, and I was always running from things. I always felt like, you know, I'd have fun with somebody or or something would be, oh, this is just a make-out or this is just sex or this is, I like this person. They're my friend. They feel cozy with me laugh, but they're not it. They're not worth me taking myself off the market and just being theirs and not being able to have adventures with, with potentially, you know, with other people I don't even know exist yet. But then, <laughs> um, and I and I was so you know, not desperate, not lonely, and so good at being single. So for me, when I, you know, I met somebody and I've, I've been dating them for a year and a half, because for, for me, it's because they're so worth it. But here's here's something that happens in relationships. I don't know if this ever happens to you, that I is my least favorite thing in a relationship. Have you ever felt lonely within a relationship? Because I... I feel so good alone and single when I'm totally not tethered or tied to anybody. So when I'm in a relationship that I'm only in because it started so epically great and it's been so fun to all of a sudden feel lonely within a relationship. 
is so yeah. Hard. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, I think that's probably the type of thing because were we to be like maybe out in the desert or wherever the fuck our species <laughs> came from, like I think the minute you'd have that feeling, you just walk away, like physically, and probably never see that person again. We we cross that line of okay, the love is gone or something is missing, and we stay another three years, like moving in with that person (laughs) so then it becomes this like really awful feeling of like it's the same feeling you get if you're in a job that you know isn't the right job for you or it's just this gut taste in your mouth that is really fucked up um i don't know like i've had that before like even just in (laughs) like it's in any relationship it could be a producer on a record that you're working with and you're like fuck, I don't want to come to work today. And I love music more than anything. You know, it just, you know, what are you going to do? Well, I was just thinking, there's something about, I mean, a lot of people do say, I hate that I always tell girls that just people who call in, I go, you know, you always know, even at the beginning of of a relationship, you'll see the red flag that will eventually be the death of the relationship. You'll see that right in the beginning. But then people are so in denial of it. And then they'll come back to bite them in the ass at the end of the relationship, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, I saw that like week two. But also, <laughs> people people are so either scared scared to be alone, or you know, don't want to admit like, "Oh God, this will be the death of the relationship," or I or that, that they feel bad inside already, and they will stay in a thing that is that is over, yeah, for three more well, years because they don't want to. Yeah, and you stay in it because, especially if you're from a smaller town, or I was from the Midwest, you know, um, people, there's a lot of pressure, um, you know, what are you going to do? You know, then there's Easter, and then it's Christmas, and then it's their birthday, and then it's your birthday, then it's your anniversary. Like, it's just this series of kind of three-week gaps where everything's okay, and then a a holiday and <laughs> next thing you know years go by you know but if there's any um i mean i'm a complete i'm completely emotionally immature and whatever but um not that i my wisdom is worth anything but if to your younger listeners i don't know like to me it's just a matter of what life is in general or growth is is <laughs> kind of like the ability to see those red flags sooner so that you could almost in kind of like shaking someone's hand, <laughs> like immediate be like, okay, insecurity, uh, bad family, um, you know, um, bad taste, uh, you know, whatever. And, and you could start to see things early and then you don't even go on a second date or let alone get into a relationship. But when you're young, you're like, this is all new and you, and you don't know if you're doing it right. And, you know, we have in our heads, like, all the things we've seen in movies and that sort of cosmic Shakespearean love for the with the right people at the right time uh, and both happen to be single, you know, and both happen to be equally into it. That's just such a miracle when that happens. Um, but, then, but that's what I get confused with. Oh, because this goes back to that girl who called where she's on the date right now and she's wondering if she, she should stay with the guy who said he's emotionally unavailable because that's the red flag right there. And then from now or a year when she's still sleeping with him and madly in love with him and it's gotten <laughs> some kind of STD, some STD from him, she'll be like, 
fuck, maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I should have gone home and I called Boy Crazy Radio on date number three or whatever. But, <laughs> but, but, but then here's where I get confused. And I know I, I wanted to talk to you more about, like, Ron Child and how you write music and what's going on and just more things. And I will, we will talk about that in a moment. And I, we're going to, you know, the show will go till 1030. And I'm blabbing about love and life stuff for a second because this is what Yeah, I think, I think, I think uh, hookups and unhealthy relationships are way more fun to talk about than music, actually. Oh, God. Okay, well, well they, all, they all fuel music. Well, the funny thing is, well, okay, I actually interviewed somebody last week and I said, so what do you write about? Have you ever been in love? And he's like, I've never been in love. And, you know, I just write, he just plugs in words, and they aren't really associated to, like, things he's feeling, really. So I, which blew me away because I thought, like, because his songs sound like they're about relationships, so I felt like I had been duped, and I, like, you know, I just couldn't believe it. But this is what I get confused with. Nowadays, people, everybody's in therapy, and your therapist and Cosmo Magazine and all these, you know, all these things say, you know, know your worth and don't settle for second best and get what you deserve, girlfriend, or whatever. Like, everybody wants the best of the best. There's always something better, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, and you're always looking for the next best thing, and you want the best because you're worth it. But then at the same time, but then at the same time, it's like, how does that exist? Like, people are flawed. Like, isn't fighting part of it? Like, how soon are you supposed to run from a relationship, and how long are you supposed to to work on it as well like isn't fighting a natural thing like what's the happy medium uh yeah I think there is I think there's kind of a formula to that like I think there's kind of a a formula I love it sorry that's the uh (laughs) Jesus Christ Jesus Christ just tell me about the formula I don't want to know about the toilet flushing hang on a second hang on that's that's the hand dryer (laughs) I can't believe this well, you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's they're they're blasting like, you know, Detroit house in the other room. Like this is an occasional hand dryer is much better. Um, this is relatable. It's relatable stuff. We're all human beings. Keep going. What's the I wait. I think that there there might be one more hand dryer oh situation coming. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, okay. I know exactly where that question is coming from because I've wondered as as well. I mean, my ad- attitude towards it is okay. Wait, the hands are being washed. We can hear you. And we can hear you. No, wait, wait, wait. It's gonna start in a second. <laughs> Hang on. I I I've known I know the pattern by now. First, it's the splashing of water <laughs> and the stove dispenser, and then oh, he did a double dip. He no washed his, hand. no. his hands twice. No paper towels? Oh, he's washing again. What's your astrological sign while we wait for this bullshit? What's that? What's your astrological sign while we wait for the hand dryer? Oh, Aries. But I don't believe in that stuff at all. Yeah, but that's other people do, so that's for them to know. How tall are you? 5'9". Okay, so five, so he's 5'6", five, he's lying, no, he's kidding, 5'9", uh, Aries, he's wearing a, a white t-shirt, he's single, he has a lot of deep feelings about stuff, he's looking for the one, or whatever. Um, can I tell me what the formula is for, like, for, for putting work into a relationship versus running? Yeah, all right, well, all right, well, well, to get, never mind my height. Um, but okay. uh, <laughs> five, five two, five five two. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. 
I'm I'm spry and I'm tiny and I'm fast, but no, I'm I'm total. (laughs) Shut up. Anyway, anyways. So listen to talk about the. I know exactly what you're saying. Like because while some people are waiting for that fantasy that doesn't exist, maybe some solid relationships are passing them by. Because you know, um, but when you ask the question of when, how much work is too much work in a relationship and that sort of thing, like my attitude is like, yeah, you know, it's true. Relationships take work in the sense that once the the nine months of lust and that sort of sheen of newness and discovery and fantasy, once that in love feeling kind of wears off as it eventually kind of does and hopefully it's replaced then by feelings of like respect and admiration for this person and friendship but there might come times then when you're like man I just don't feel like having sex 20 times a day in the kitchen and I kind of need to talk to her about taxes and it's stressing me out like that's the kind of work that I'm down for but when people think that just blanket statement relationships take work and apply it to month one of a new relationship and you're fighting that's that's not the kind of work that relationships take you know like that's just a bad relationship hmm. what about a year and a half in a long distance relationship where do you stand on that have you ever been in a long distance relationship because that's what I'm in and it's the worst yeah, well, long-distance relationships, I mean, being on tour was kind of like a long-distance relationship. Um, oh, that dude didn't even wash his hands. Wow. Um, yeah, and I appreciate it. But, uh, you. you know, no, I, I haven't I haven't been in a proper, proper long-distance relationship other than, like, freshman year of college when my girlfriend was, you know, in uh, in Chicago or whatever. But that was, we're just kids and... I don't know, like in general, it's, it takes a lot of trust, a lot of maturity, and I can't imagine going into a long-distance relationship. My my good friend actually just left one right now, and he was like as cool as a dude can be, Australian director, handsome but not crazy handsome, like he was just a straightforward dude. Like I rarely meet guys that when I look them in the eye and I shake their hand and I meet them that I'm like, oh, man, this dude is rad. And I gave him the full sort of, like, accolades. And um, and she, too, she has her shit together. And uh, But it just didn't work. Like, Why? They, they would... Here's the thing. Because it's not real life. Like, yeah. when you get together and you have, like, that two days or this four days or one week, it's a vacation. And it's two people that love to fuck each other having an artificially incredible time. Like, you kind of, you never um, evolve from that. And and therefore, maybe it's the right guy, and maybe it isn't, but there's no way of even knowing until it's a, it's a real relationship in the same city, and you see the person without makeup, and you're, you know, and not every dinner is a four-star, like, hotel restaurant experience, you know. Uh, um, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. But it, but for you, I mean, it's got to be, some, it's got to be a, a, a great 
guide to, you know, for you to take yourself off the market. And because as you're saying too, that use the word like adventure, which I kind of use too, because that's, that is one of the cool things about being single, I guess, is like, not because it may result in like hookups necessarily, but just the adventure of not knowing who you might meet in another country or whatever else. Like that's kind of the coolest, one of the coolest experiences in the world is meeting new people, regardless of whether it kind of materializes into something or not, you know? Oh, God, I'm depressed about my life. So let's take another phone call. So I'm going to put my, my issues with long-distance relationships on pause for a second. Area code 847, you're on with me and that's mine, a.k.a. wrong child or of wrong child. Hello? Hello? Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. I'm, I'm nervous, Kendra. too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been listening for a long time, so I'm nervous. But I'm I'm from Chicago, so I thought this was the perfect time to call. Yeah. And since I've been thinking about moving to LA and I know you guys live in LA and I know Matt you're from Chicago so or you lived in Chicago and moved to LA so I was just wondering what what to expect what what you should know is it a bad idea what do you think yes I I I guess it depends on what's going on in your life like this is a conversation that I have with all I've almost had like half my friends are either still in Chicago or have moved from Chicago and Wait. everyone that leaves huh Wait, can I just say is everybody but my boyfriend moving to Los Angeles is that was just what, is that how, what's happening? I mean, like, Jesus Christ, can you tell my boyfriend to move to Los Angeles? Because he's in Seattle. But whatever, that's not even there. Yes, Matt? Keep going. Yeah, so, so I mean, in my opinion, yeah, I would move. I, I, I'm I'm Chicago's greatest fucking defender on earth. Like, I, I, Chicago shaped me and the band, and it's, I identify with it. I am a Chicago guy. Um, but that said, there's kind of like a ceiling there in terms of culture, in terms of the people that you'd meet and what to expect. And Chicago eventually, like almost any other city except New York, <laughs> um, becomes Groundhog Day really fast. And you start seeing the same people at the same bars, and the attitude there is one of my buddy... I feel my like buddy, where I'm at right now. Oh, man, my my drummer... My drummer Aaron, he calls it bucket of crabs, meaning you have you have a you have a bucket of crab. Um, they all are fighting to get out of the bucket, and the minute the minute like one of them gets near the lid, the other ones like all pull them down. So it's kind of Chicago for his one. I I can gush about how rad Chicago is for real, but ultimately. It's it can be a, a it can be a gilded cage too. Like you could, it could just keep you there, and you'll just start gaining weight and having kids, and your just world your world view just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So yeah, what do you want to I'm do? A cute, I'm a, with your life. What do I want to do? Um, yeah, I'm like into art, visual like visual arts, and I feel like. I do like graphic design, but I don't want to do that. And I feel like that's the only thing that there's really jobs for here. And I don't like I I just want to draw for a living, and that's what I'm going to do. And I feel like this is not a great place for that. Would you like to design the the cover? Would you like to design the cover artwork for Wrong Child's next album? Because I think I could make that happen. I think that's the ticket. 
that. <laughs> I do <laughs> do it. Drawing, drawing for a living. I mean, there's yeah. obviously sick, sick art schools in Chicago, um, but man, I don't know. Maybe you should go to Paris. Maybe you should go to Europe. No, come to LA. Can... Come to LA. I think you should come to LA. You want to come here. You're so young. How old are you? I'm 25. I didn't say I, okay, I never, absolutely so never mind. I didn't describe myself at all. Yeah, no, I'm not young. That's fine. No, we, no. We're getting a feel for you. <laughs> Listen, you're, you're drawing. You're, you're a 25-year-old girl with, you know, with big dreams and aspirations. You draw. You've got a pencil and a notepad in your hand right now maybe. But, or maybe you're in a toilet stall like everybody else is stalling tonight. But here's what you can do. <laughs> if, if you want to move to Los Angeles, you want that experience, do it now and, you know, and find someplace totally to intern or get a job. Oh, yeah, or get a job somewhere. That's the like, thing. A, Chicago, a, Chicago will always be there. I know. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, I, I went there one time. I actually dated a guy who went to Chicago, the SAIC, right, Chicago Art Institute. Yeah. I'm like, I totally he met was, him one time. I'm pretty sure I, I met him. If he was in Chicago, pretty sure. I'm oh, just God, kidding. That's hair, just how small this place is. Beautiful, beautiful long hair. I look like a vampire. I, I met him on New Year's Eve in Los Angeles because he, too, uh, had a desire and a, a deep yearning to come to Los Angeles. I met him. Uh, I was older than him. And I decided to spend one of my – I spent a birthday in Chicago with him. So he picked me up from the airport with his long Dracula vampire-esque hair and pale skin and bee-stung lips and a long trench coat and he had a single rose. And it was so cool, this art school kid that I had an affair with for, like, a year or whatever. It was really cool. So I don't know what my point is. Sounds hot. It was so hot. It was very sexy because he was, you know, he was like much younger than me, and he had, you know, he didn't care if I had my period. It looked like a, it was, just, it was exciting. I was like, I don't want to get That's into so it, guys. Midwest. It's none of your business. <laughs> yeah, Midwest. Is the thing so about listen, Midwest, right? Don't care about well, your period maybe, at all. Here, like, here, here's the, here's the point. Here's the point. Have a game plan though. Don't just, don't just get off the fucking boat and like, you know, have no idea and be like, I'm in LA. What am I gonna do? And then get, get like, start going out and hanging out all the time. Find a place uh, where you can intern or get a job. Have you know, call them, schedule meetings, try to have something lined up and cover your ass and get get some shit happening. You know what I mean? And then and then see how you feel and get an apartment and try to live in uh, you know some place that isn't horrible and a fast school. And um, if you have any friends, are there? Also, yes, like, LA is so big. Like we're like. Forget what, you, like, what are the good places? I'm totally not listening to it. No. <laughs> What you're already it's so big. Where are the where are the good places to be? Like, how do you figure what? that out? How do you it's so that big. Out? Uh, yeah, it's so big. Have you ever seen Beverly Hills Men at Two and or Melrose Place? I mean, I don't want to age myself. Wait, hold on. Let's be cool here. I mean, the new Men at Two and Wait. Uh, haven't you watched the, uh, the, Car- the Cardassians or what, whatever they call themselves? Um, I, th- I think she should move. You know what? Fuck LA. She should she should move to to New York. Yeah, move sure. to New York. Move to New York. Start aging rapidly. Smoke a lot. Fuck a lot of dudes. Get an STD. Realize you're exhausted. I get all those things and already. Then, and then <laughs> what? Oh, you do? Oh, no. Oh, Look, it's just out of L.A. We're trying not to get, uh, you know, <laughs> Ebola and more herpes because, yes, everybody has herpes, uh, according to my – my gynecologist says it's only a matter of time. HPV. Before I get it, which is – oh, HPV. Well, that doesn't count. That's what everyone HPV, 
H- everybody has HPV and herpes. You're just we're just naive white people, and we don't realize that like you know it's, the world is scary and herpes is around the corner. And you're really racist, you guys. I can't believe you said that, but whatever. So yeah, go to New York and then come to LA, broker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Saving lives left and right is exciting. Um, I know. (laughs) Sorry, Matt. It's getting fast and furious. I'm getting manic right now. Oh, my God. I'm calling another number. What's happening? We're calling calling a number that called in earlier. You know what? Oh, hello. We've got a crazy connection, but once you call Boy Crazy Radio, you can't escape from Boy Crazy Radio. You can't just hang up and, like, it never happened. So we tracked you down. And here you're on with me, Alexi Wasser, and Matt Devine of Wrong Child. Who are you? What do you need? Oh, my God. I think we should Wait. that. And put the... Wait. I was going to say, like, you, you, called, you called Skrillex. I can't believe we actually called Skrillex when we have his number. That's That's so, so cool. Right? Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, I love this Skrillex song where it's like, do, 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 Man, she doesn't she doesn't know like how cool her voice sounds. Skrillex doesn't know how cool he sounds. Um, oh my god, that was the funniest thing that happened all night. It's like an hour and twenty five minutes into the show. Oh god, area code two hundred three. If you can please call back into the show and not sound like Skrillex, that that might. Wait, area area code two hundred three. That that's Connecticut, right? Isn't it? Who's calling? From, yeah, who's calling from Connecticut? I have no idea. Well, we got all this. You got you have a big East Coast fan base for this show. I hope so. I might just be you. I feel like all these girls are in love with you, and that eight that asexual guy who's married to a woman who is cheating on him with a rock star, allegedly. That's the thing. I mean, it's great. It's it's a good day when uh, guys when gay guys like you, like uh, gay guys used to love me, like love me. And I was like, and I just took it for granted. And then one day I just turned a corner and just got a little uglier and like stopped dressing as well. And like, they just stopped. And I was like, fuck, I used to have it going on. You are not ugly. Don't you ever talk about yourself like that. Not here. Not now. (laughs) Not like this. No. Not like this. Not on Boy Crazy Radio. We don't do we don't do that here. We don't permit that here. I can't believe Skrillex called into the show. That was that is so cool. I mean, you're a great guest and everything, but the fact that Skrillex called, that is crazy. Well, it's not it's not just that he called. He like debuted his new song. Like his the sound is is fierce. I can't believe his single is so fucking relatable. It just sounds like it sounds that I could have danced to that, but I'm too busy here talking to you. Yeah. It's heavier uh, yeah, than anything he's ever done. I think it's a little It's way more like mature. It's like Transformers. Transformers four. Oh, I think it's on the soundtrack and that's why I got a sneak peek but we couldn't hear the whole thing. But okay, <laughs> but we have some, uh, that's we it. Have you just heard a sneak peek to the soundtrack to Transformers nine. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
Okay, no, this is uh, this is from Twitter. We've got some people trying to tweet at us. Uh, Adam Boy Crazy, my heart goes out to you going through the motions as well. Oh, somebody else is going through a, a long-distance relationship. Somebody else says, ready, steady, go at Whipping House 666 says, at Matt Devine's life, which is how you how you should reach uh. Matt Devine if, if you want. You should go to Twitter and, you know, the at sign, M-A-T-D-E-V-I-N-E-S-L-I-F-E. So you reach him on the old Twitter. Uh, at Matt Devine's life, Sorry. and I'm boy crazy, gave, gave me some amazing advice for my main stress. Uh, thanks, you guys, so much. All right. Oh, hi. We got a compliment. Other people are retweeting left and right. People are liking stuff. I'm feeling good about tonight. Do you have uh, five to seven more minutes left of you left in you for the show? Yeah, yeah. What was oh that question? Uh, <laughs> well, what was that? Sorry. I think. I Sorry, think I ended. Up. Okay, now that now they're playing like uh, like Spanish restaurant music, so. What is it, your plan for the rest of the night at the Ace? So we can tell people you're at the Ace Hotel right now, hiding in a toilet stall. We can tell we can tell all the guys, the gay fans of yours, that you don't think I uh, have a crush on you anymore. That you're in the men's men's toilet stall number four at the Ace Hotel yeah. uh, on yep. Olympic uh, in yeah. downtown Los Angeles. Okay, if you want to find that, bring it on. Yeah, bring some. <laughs> bring what? Bring what? I don't know. Bring like a bring. <laughs> Oh my God, you're cutting out. I know that tactic. I know that old tactic. Matt, I don't know, like yeah, bring bring some bring some poetry and some lube and like a chicken sandwich. Let's get it on. God, what goes in first? I don't even know. This is so <laughs> exciting. Um, all right. Well, I think we, well, there are more things I want to tell everybody. Everybody, okay. Here's the thing. Just so you know, in case you all have reached your attention span uh, limit. Everybody should visit wrongtrial.com for find, so you can find out uh, everything about everything and anything that is uh, Matt Devine and having to do with Wrong Child, his his solo mm. project. So wait, is Kill is is Kill Hannah done or is that on hiatus it's, or is it's, that been over It's on time? it's on ice. Yeah, it's, it's on ice for for a while. I mean, we we can talk about like another tour at some point maybe, but this is definitely the focus for now. So, but we're, well, how did Ron you know, Child, how, did, how did that come to be? Oh, my God, now that I'm talking about the music, your phone, yeah, your phone so is going in <laughs> No, I'm just getting really good at, at muting whenever the uh, when the blower starts blowing uh, the hand dryer. But, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, so how did it start? I don't know. Like, we, 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 Kilhanna toured pretty nonstop for, like, seven years. I mean, like, nonstop. So when I got a chance to go to New York and show, like, I think everybody. We just started getting more selective with what we do, and we just we're just not as quick to jump in a van anymore, you know. So like we we kind of have to hold out for the right tours and for the right working with the right labels and that whole thing. And in the meantime, I was I started writing these like super chill, really intimate, meaningful songs, and they just weren't right for Kilana. So we put them together as a solo project and then that went from which was supposed to be just a chill sort of solo project thing now it's actually a full-blown band and the record's getting more tension than the last you know last few things i've done which is great well tell me how did you end up working with gerard way from my chemical romance how did that happen um we've we've known each other for a long time and he was off tour he just was on the verge of breaking up my chem because this was last summer and uh 
he was looking for, you know, he, he's writing new songs and reinventing himself. And he was in L.A. at the same time. And I asked him to come by and sing on something. And I was just, I just totally fucking lucked out. Like, we ended up doing a total duet together, which is way more than I ever would have even asked of him. And it's just perfect timing and just him being awesome. And that song's called Falling in Love Will Kill You, right? Yeah, play it. It kind of epitomizes, like, a couple of these calls that we had tonight. <laughs> I will. I that'll, be, that'll be our outro song. I was either going to choose between Love is a Battlefield, uh, featuring Morgan Kippy, it's all in front of me, uh, mm-hmm. or, or Falling in Love Will Kill You. But I'll play Falling in Love Will Kill You. But um, And how tall is uh, Gerard Way, by the way? Just in case. <laughs> I know. How, how tall? We do have like some weird, freaky, like yes, handwritten, yes. like like yes. altar chart thing where you're like dudes' heights and astrological signs and that whole thing. Yes, I care about all of it. Like, I'm an Aquarius. I'm five eleven, and I care. I want to know. <laughs> you, have a, you have a drawing of like Gerard's face with like a pentagram on it. Yeah, I have a pentagram on it. I have a lock of his hair, and I have I have his head on a stick that I make out with right before bed. So how tall is he? I don't. I don't. I mean, it's probably uh, available information out there. I don't know. Well, you seem like my height. I don't know. But We're both. Google. You know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Google. I'm not. I'm never googling Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, and I've got you on the phone. Yeah. You guys are pals, and you made he's a song. Uh, he's a behind. He's, he's a, a a height that would an unremarkable height. Like he's like an, like neither tall nor short. You know, girls, normal just, dude girls just want to know in general so they can fantasize. We we like details, that's all. It's nothing to take offense over. We want to know if you're five two, five six, five seven or or six three. You know, we just want to know all the details. But um Yeah, well right. it's it already feels a little bit weird that I'm even discussing his height and then on top of it <laughs> the fact that it's that it's being used as like fodder for like specific masturbation visuals is I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> too late, too late, too late, you are it, it happened. It just happened tonight on Boy Crazy Radio. Okay, well, here's the thing. Um, we didn't get to any of the emails, which were going to be exciting, too, but we, you, you have to visit. You have to promise to visit Boy Crazy Radio again. You're so good at giving advice. Will you come back? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll be your, I'll be your co-host. Okay, we're gonna have, okay, Matt will be our co-host in the future, so all you girls fucking relax, control yourselves, breathe in, breathe out. Um, here's the deal. So you go to wrongchild.com. Uh, and also check out Love is a Battlefield video where Matt uh, or Matt Devine is attacked by tiny little ninjas. You have to check out this video. Um, also, I've already said this, but I'll say it again because I don't trust that many of you actually retain any information anymore. You've got to check out the Gold-Blooded video. Um, that's on the Wrong Child website too, right? Yeah. All right. And then also, very yeah. important for those of you... For those of you who are in New York, please go and see Wrong Child uh, September 22nd. They're playing at uh, the Mercury Lounge in New York. Be there for your fucking loser. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up, and you go off to um, having – I don't know what you're going to do in that toilet stall. I hope you're going to leave. <laughs> it's, so, it's so fucking creepy because not only am I standing – I'm standing in the middle of the stall – Carrying like a, an attache case, like, and then sometimes oh, I step out, serious? sometimes I step in. Like, anybody that's hanging out in this rooftop has basically seen me just lurking <laughs> in here. Like, it's just so odd. But anyway, um, all right, well, yeah, well, then I'll say bye now, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to come by the studio. We got to do this again, this was really fun. 
I'm so glad. Thank you for being a guest on the show. And everybody send nude photos, uh, gay, straight, bisexual, male, female, transgender, to, uh, to what's your Twitter handle again? At Matt Divine. Um, and then go see him at Mercury Lounge on September 22nd at, uh, you know, in New York. Anyway, Matt, we love you. We'll talk to you later. You're the best. Don't get raped in a toilet. Yeah. into Boy Crazy Radio and joining me and Matt for a, for a clumsy, fun, charming conversation about love, sex, relationships, music, life in general. Uh, tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you go to boycrazyradio.com to hear the live show. And then you can also get uh, Boy Crazy Radio. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. It's kind of exciting. Follow me on Twitter uh, and Instagram at I'm Boy Crazy. Um... Visit me for everything else on imboycrazy.com, where it all started. You can always email me your questions. Uh, you can email me your questions to uh, boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And uh, I'm going to play us out with another wrong child song. Um, and it's called Falling in Love Will Kill You, which I totally agree with. And this song features Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Hi, Gerard. Uh, anyway... What am I? I don't even know what's happening anymore. I'm, I'm imploding. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Falling in love, falling in love.
Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid for day. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans or offer land 1716 through 180. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.